0: There's a scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter number three, verse 11. I want you to go there with me. Because we are in revival, so we must keep the fire burning. Matthew chapter number three from verse 11. Until 12. He said, I indeed, who is talking? John. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But who is coming after me, he who is coming after me, is mightier than I. Whose us I, let's move on. I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and let's go to verse 12. His winnowing fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his, his wheat into the into the bones but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable. He will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Say it again. He will burn up the chaff with fire. Wow. John, help me not. <laughs> John was the for- forerunner of a Messiah. Remember how his father encountered an angel in the holies of holies, making sacrifice, and the angel appeared to him and he said, Your prayers are answered, and you shall have a child, and his name shall be John. And the same angel departed and went to Mary six months later, and appeared to Mary and said to Mary, you also have, will have a child. His name shall be Yeshua, and will savior of his people. John and Jesus were related. But strangely enough, John did not know Jesus in the Spirit, although he knew him in the flesh. Remember at the baptism, John made a powerful statement. He said, I myself did not know him. But the one that sent me to baptize told me this. When you see heaven open and the spirit descending on him, he is the one. I told you before that baptism was a system of recognition of the Messiah. So baptism was given to John, not just to call people unto repentance, but to identify the Messiah. Now John is speaking still. And John says to the people rushing to him, he said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But there is another coming after me yet before me. (laughs) He comes after me yet before me. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with but then he will not stop there. You will not stop there. He will bring also a baptism of purification. Yes, we, we don't see that part. He will bring also a baptism of holiness. And bring the baptism of holiness, he brings a baptism of judgment. It's written there, verse 12. Talk about the unquenchable fire. so Jesus was revealed and John understood that my baptism is to reveal him I baptize you unto repentance what is the repentance John was talking about he showed us when the Pharisees and the the taxpayers and all these people were coming to him he said to them, Book of vipers who have taught you to flee the judgment coming. Repent and do the deeds of repentance, meaning, turn away from your ways. Second Chronicle 7:14. If my people who are called by my name will humble them, say pray, sing. and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and I will heal the land. So so John brought a baptism of repentance. That repentance that was supposed to prepare the way for the Messiah. He said to the people, among your ways, turn from wicked ways and acknowledge the one that is coming after me, yet was before me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus was the one that sent John ahead of him. Do you understand that? But Jesus could not just descend from heaven and start ministry. Because there is a system of of legality in the earth that says that you cannot be legal unless you pass through a legal way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah one of the legal entry points for spirit on the earth is called invitation. It means when we invite a spirit, it becomes legal. Let me give you an example. It means when I start to lie, I have given a legal right to the lying spirit to invade me, Illegality, because I've given me a right. So when I, when I function in pride, I have given a legal access to a spirit to function for me, hallelujah. When I look at pornography, I have given legal access to the spirit of uncleanness to take over me. Do you understand? So it's legalities. Now, there's another system that I talked about, which is a system of constructing altars. Hallelujah. I'm coming to the fire. Don't worry. Constructing altars. Now, altars are constructed by repetition. Meaning, when I construct an altar of worship, when I worship once, it's not an altar yet. When I continue to worship consistently, I'm creating an altar in the spirit. Because spirit will be attracted to that altar. So when I'm worshiping consistently, the spirit of God will be attracted to that place. And then it becomes a legal entry point for God to move in your life. When I start to pray consistently, I'm constructing an altar of prayer because let me tell you something, that God moves in this realm through altars. Have you read that there is an altar in heaven? It's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. Read well. There's an altar in heaven. The book of Revelation talks to us about the altar in heaven. Now, John understood this principle. Hallelujah. So, so, so I'm, I'm talking about the legality. So Jesus couldn't enter this world without being legal. So, the entry point of human being to function on earth is called the womb of a woman. So, if you don't come through the womb, you are not a legal me- human being. No, you're not one. Hallelujah. It means you need to be born through a system of seed planted in a womb. So, <laughs> Jesus had to be planted in the womb of a mother in order to be legal on earth, to be able to save humankind. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm you? Yeah. Now, I, I said to the people in Malawi that they call Jesus the son of David. Amen? Son of David. But scholars are still arguing about this because I don't know, there is no clear cut that Mary... Was from a descendant, a descendant of David. There is no clear cut. People are still arguing about that. They just the, the Bible does not clearly say that Mary belongs to the descendant of David. Joseph was. But re- remember that that Mary was aligned to Joseph through covenant. She became a wife of Joseph. But Joseph didn't interfere in the conception of Jesus, yeah. meaning that. In the, in the in the in the in the way of blood, Joseph has nothing to do with Jesus. So if Mary couldn't be proven, I know some scholars will manipulate the facts to prove that. But if Mary couldn't be proven that she was from the descendant of David, what make Jesus the seed of David? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what making the seed of David. Have you read the scripture that talks about the sure mercies of David? The sure message of David, God promised David that there will be a descendant on your throne. Hallelujah. God gave a word to David, and that word was a seed. So when the angel came, the seed of the promise, that's what he planted in Mary. So, Jesus, coming from the place of promise... His power is a descendant of the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. So when Mary received that word, it was a promise that God made to David that became a child. Therefore, Jesus is called the son of David. Hallelujah. So he was planted in the womb and appeared. But he came for a purpose. Hallelujah. John said, we all know that Jesus came for redemption of mankind. For God so loved the world, John 3.16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not suffer eternal death, but have everlasting life. But John introduces another purpose. He said, Jesus came to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. So, so so, so you are saved to be baptized. You are saved to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. Because if you are saved and you don't enter that dimension, you will go to heaven, but you will not be impactful. But the purpose of your salvation is not just to go to heaven. Otherwise, you should have died the way you got saved. It means there's a greater purpose attached to your salvation. Jesus said you are the lights and the salt." So in a confused world, they need you because you become an answer to a crisis. So you are saved to be an answer, not a question. There are many Christians that are becoming a question instead of an answer. When you see them, they talk more trouble than answer. Me, I don't know. I don't even know anymore what is happening to me. (laughs) <laughs> become a question to the devil. So, so Jesus will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, Acts chapter number 1 verse 8 says, "He said, do not depart from Jerusalem for you you will receive what? Power. After the Holy Ghost has after the Holy Ghost has baptized you. And you shall be witnesses unto me. I'm a firm believer. And until I'm proven wrong, I'm a firm believer that when you are saved, you have the Holy Ghost. But it does not mean you are baptized with power. I'm a firm believer on that. Because he said the Holy Ghost will come on you. Now, do you understand that Jesus from the conception was filled with the Spirit? You know that. Jesus was filled. Even John was filled with the Spirit from his mother's womb. Now Jesus, from conception, was filled. That's why, at age twelve, he went to the temple and confused the scholars. I mean, the man has never been trained in the human sense. He sat there, and the scholar were stunned. They said, "Where does this boy take his knowledge from?" They didn't know he was the Word Himself, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And they did not. So, so there was no one that could teach the Word to Jesus because he was the Word. Filled with the Spirit. But in Matthew chapter number 3, yes. the Bible says when he came out of the water, the Holy Spirit came upon him. What is he coming to do? Jesus already has the Holy Ghost. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter number 4, after he has gone, and I'll preach about that, after he has gone to the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible says he came back clothed with the power of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost was already in him, but the Holy Ghost needed to clothe him. So the problem with church is that we are not asking God to clothe us with that power, which is the baptism of the Spirit. Now the word baptism, is word baptism, which means to immerse. And can I submit to you that baptism is not from the inside, but from the outside. When you get into the water, the water does not get inside of you. We after all you plotted, you come out and you drown because you die because you now the water does not the Bible call it the washing of the flesh. So the baptism has a, an effect first on the outside and then influence the inside. Influences the inside. So the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it means to be deep into it. It means when you are baptizing the Holy Ghost, you are placed into the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Ghost is all over you. That's why the anchorchief and apron that touched the body of Paul were taken to the sick and at the contact with that anchorchief they got healed because the handkerchief was soaked into the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon Paul. That's why when we are baptizing the Holy Ghost, you can sit in the chair, stand up, somebody sits there, there's a reaction. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is all over you. Somebody say baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm praying that you may understand what I'm trying to explain to you now. That we may be after God and say, Lord, clothe me with a dunamis. The dynamis power is a power that causes changes. Hallelujah. The problem with the church is that we think because we have the Holy Ghost, we are baptized. No, you have him. And there is an inner work that the Holy Ghost is doing, which is very important. that work, if you miss on the inner work and you focus only on the baptism, you will be one of the evil workers. Why? Because your inside needs... Uh, to be transformed by the redemption of the spirit inside of you. So the spirit inside of you will cause you to have a relationship with God. But the spirit on you will cause you to do his work. So so when you are baptized, it doesn't mean you have a relationship with God. No, don't cheat yourself. That's why you see great men of God, you hear they have committed adultery. He is so anointed. No, the anointing was all over him, but not inside of him. Because soul also was anointed. Come on now. Now Jesus came, he was not only anointed from the inside, but from the, from the outside. Yeah. That's the perfect anointing. Yeah. The inner and the outwards. Yeah. So you need, you know as believers, you know what makes the difference between churches? Is that there are some churches that call themselves conservative churches. And there are some that they call charismatic. It all lies from the devil. There is no such. Hallelujah! Amen. They say no. We are, we are on the. We preach the basics. The basis of the, it's a lie. There is no such a thing. No, it's a lie. It's a lie, because the gospel needs to be one. You don't preach half gospel. You clamp yourself in. We baptize. We are Baptists. We, we speak in tongues. We are charismatic. What a lie from Satan. Do you understand that God didn't come to create sect, yeah. but he came to create a body? Yeah. That division of, 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 of sect among us is a deviation of a mind, of the two things that God wants to do. It's like, Yanni, come, come. Come, let me show you something. Here is Ntate Yanni. This is Yanni. This whole thing is Yanni. <laughs> Hallelujah. From the head to the toe. Even the part you don't see is still Yanni. Yes, sir. Yeah. If we remove something inside there, Yanni will be sick. Yeah. So Yanni cannot say, I am a body. Me, I don't care about my intestines. I'm just... <laughs> you, you, you understand what I mean? Yeah. So there must be a fullness yeah. for him to be called Yanni. Yeah. And if there is one part of Yanni that is not functioning, Yanni cannot be well. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are a believer, if you say, me, I just... Jesus, I have a relationship with Jesus. I don't care about gift. Do you know what? You are amputating something. So for you to be effective, you need to have all your faculties. You need to be sound in your mind. You need to be well in your body. You you, you need to be a unit. So that when I say, Yanni, pick the chair. Put it down. Do you understand that it was not physically the head of Yanni that took the chair. It was his hand. But the command came through here. Yeah. Uh, to talk to the hands. So the hand can pick up the chair. So if Yanni neglects his mental ability, he will not be able to respond to my command because he will be numb to my command. So whenever you neglect an aspect of the gospel, you are triples. Nice. Can go and sit. So when to talk about baptism, no, this is in the past continue. We, 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 we take it. I said to the people, leave us alone. If you don't want to, leave us alone. We will eat everything in the plate. Yes, we are hungry. Yes, yes, yes. When you are not too hungry, you pick. I don't like beans. I don't like it. But when you are starving, you like everything. I'm looking for people that are hungry for God this morning. That are able to eat everything God prevents Baptized I baptize with the Holy Spirit. So, so Jesus came. And, 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 and when you are baptized, you are placed in the Holy Spirit. But there's another dimension of baptism that is spoken to, into, in the book of, of 1 Corinthians, I believe, 12.13, uh, I believe. Who can find me that and read if I'm right? I think 1 Corinthians 12.13. Oh. Remember the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Who does it? Jesus. Say with me, Jesus. Jesus. John says, he will, Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Now, in 1 Corinthians 12 13, what does it say? Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, yes. some are free. Continue. But we have all been baptized into one body by one Spirit. Okay. We have been baptized into one body by who? By who? What? Who is doing the baptism here? No, the Holy Ghost. So, the Holy Ghost here is doing the baptism. In Matthew 3, Jesus is doing the baptism. Jesus baptizes you into the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost baptizes you into Jesus. So, you are baptized by the Holy Ghost to be part of a body of Christ. That is at salvation. It means the Holy Ghost picks you and puts you into Jesus. At that moment, the Holy Ghost comes in you. And that is not a baptism. When it comes to you, it it is not called baptism. Baptism means you are put into something. So the Holy Ghost baptizes you into Jesus. But at that moment, it comes in you. And Jesus baptizes you into the Holy Spirit. Oh, you see the, 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 the Trinity, how it works. There is unity in the Trinity. There is no fights there's no seeking for power or greatness they are all the same so, so jesus baptized with the holy spirit and, and, and what is the purpose of baptism with the holy ghost so that you can manifest power that's all. john chapter number 12 uh, john chapter number 14 verse 12 says if you if you believe in me you will do the work that I do, but even greater works than this you shall also do, because I'm going to the Father, and everything you ask in my name, shall I do? Now, some people that are, you know, some, some scholars have a twisted mind, because they try to, to dilute everything. They will tell you, no, he's not talking about, he's not talking about miracles, but he said the works. Yeah. If you study, he say the works, and works is related to miracles in the Bible. He said, believe me because of the evidence of the works. So so Jesus said, you will do the works I do, but greater works than me you shall also do. So Jesus is saying, there is a a generation that will come. That will understand the mind of God. That will be able to do more than Jesus did. No, I'm not talking about the work of redemption. I'm not talking about healing the sick, casting out devils. Jesus said, you will do more. And the mind of men can understand that. I mean, what more can we do? The guy, he raised it. He just walked on water. He did everything. I haven't walked on water yet. What more can I do? I realize that the reason why we don't do more is because we have limited ourselves. And we think that what he has done is the peak of everything. But I want to submit to you that in the Old Testament... Bones raised dead. The bone of Elisha raised somebody from the dead. They say, when the dead man touched the bone of Elisha, he checked back to life. Hallelujah. Jesus' body, they never told us that the body raised the dead. But the body of Elijah. Elisha raised the dead. The bones, even the bones. Not the body, the bones. So there is a generation that must come. This generation, I can see it coming. And, and it looked like one of them. Because you understand the gospel. This generation I'm talking about, is not afraid of devils. This generation I'm talking about, understand positioning through authority. This generation I'm talking about understands the heart of God and move with the heart of God. Oh, yeah. Let me finish the last part. Do you understand the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Baptism for fire. Yes, the fire. The fire. Now, fire is a very complex thing. God, Hebrews 12, 29 says, God is the consuming consuming. Then Matthew three twelve tells us that he will burn up the chaff, full unquenchable fire. fire. Yet he says he will baptize you with. Fire. Fire. So does he want to kill you or no? Because <laughs> <laughs> he talked about bat- fire that is unquenchable, but then he says no you, but you will be baptized. You will be put into fire. So so the fire God is talking about is different from the unquenchable fire in verse twelve. Mm-hmm. This fire God is talking about, baptizing you with fire, is not a killing fire. It's a fire to set you on motion to do the things of God. Sir? Hallelujah. So, so when you talk about the baptism, I, I wish I could go through some of the dimension of that fire, but I think I'll approach it another time. But that fire we are talking about is the same fire that was in Exodus chapter number three. The burning bush. The bush was burning but not consumed. The bush was on fire. But yet the leaves were not burned. But the fire is a speaking fire. Because there is a voice in that fire. When Moses ventured and went to the mountain of God, or The Bible says, the angel of the Lord in the fire, which is God in the Old Testament, spoke to Moses, and he said, do not come any closer, for the place where you are is holy ground. Separated unto God, there is fire in the midst of a mountain. So there is a voice that spoke through that fire, and that fire, was a a work of wonder for Moses. Because that fire was burning, attractive, yet repelling. (laughs) So the fire said to Moses, don't come closer, because it's holy. But the fire did not say to Moses, get away from here. The fire said, don't come any closer, because you are not ready. Hallelujah. So, so it means that the baptism of fire needs a bit of readiness. Yes. You, it's not because you are a Christian that you are baptized with fire. No, it's not possible. You're lying to yourself. It's not because you are born again you are baptized. People are assuming that. We have a fire. We, which fire? When you have a fire, don't say it. The enemy says it. It means when you step they must say fire is coming. Yeah. When you just step into the temple, you say, I am Jesus. They say, hey, we know you. Christians are trying to introduce themselves. Yeah. No, you don't need. Your presence introduces you. Yeah. You carry something that introduces you when you go. And they know, they discern who you are. So, so the fire of God comes on us. Setting us on fire. So that people can come see us burning. And then you see every fire attracts. Yeah. Every spiritual fire, every fire that God, when God baptizes you with fire, you will attract. Oh, yes. Because it's an element of wonder people oh, will come and see you burning. And, and let me tell you something. I said there is no there is no such a thing as, as being on fire and just be on motion without movement. I will explain to you what I say. Motion without movement. You can be on motion, yet not moving. I told you. Have you seen the rocking chairs? Have you seen rocking chairs? You sit in and you go like this. You are on motion, but you're no nowhere. So after 10 hours, you are on the same spot. It means you can have motion without moving. The church has fallen into motion. Hallelujah. Motion is deceiving, because motion will give you evidences of I'm doing something. But, but, but motion, what moving, makes you sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the enemy gave gave a big rocking chair to the church. <laughs> we are loved, we are blessed, we are righteous, <laughs> we are blessed. <laughs> Then every small devil can come and stand next to you and say, You are blessed. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse in the name. I say, in the I refuse in Jesus. Jesus didn't die for me to just say I am blessed. He died for me to show the blessing. Confession without proof is a deception. I need to show what I confess. So you are baptized from fire by God, by Jesus Himself. He, he, he baptized you into fire. And listen, when you are baptized from fire, you need to understand that when baptism of fire comes, baptism of fire. Ah, ah, yeah, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Baptism of fire is a way of sacrifice. Huh? Do you know that the first time fire came from heaven, Sodom and Gomorrah, fire of judgment. The second time fire came from heaven, on the altar of Elijah. So when fire comes on believers, it comes on them because they present themselves as a living sacrifice unto God. And presenting yourself as a living sacrifice costs. Yeah. 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 Uh, it costs. It costs. It costs your comfort. It costs you time. I, I, I'm not talking about works. I'm talking about positioning. Yes, sir. It costs. It costs. So, so, so when the fire comes, it comes on the altar. But on the altar is dead wood. You cannot set on fire a wood that is not dry. Eh? If you try, your house will be smoke. Because it will not catch the fire. For for, for a wood to catch fire, it needs to be dry. That's the dimension of death to self. So, you you, need, you know, the problem why, Christian, we talk about the fire, but the fire is not coming because the fire will not cheat itself because we are not dry. We are still holding on our own selves instead of holding on to God. Can I, can I tell you something? The reason why fire didn't come on the altar of Abraham is because Isaac was still alive. And God says, don't kill him. They had the fire. But Abraham did not set the altar on fire and put Isaac on. He put Isaac on. (laughs) And tried to kill him. But he hasn't put fire yet. So although he wants to kill Isaac. He was stressing that his fire will not burn Isaac, but the fire of God will burn Isaac. Because when the fire of God burns Isaac, it's an acceptance of a sacrifice. In the Old Testament, remember in the Old Testament, this is what would happen. When they burnt an offering and God accepted, it, the smoke is like a pillar and goes to heaven. If God does not accept it, the smoke goes everywhere. Then they know the offering was not accepted. That's why when... Uh, uh, Samson was born, and uh, when they predicted the birth of Samson and they made the, the, the offering, the Bible said the smoke went and the angel came on top and went to heaven. It was a pillar. Now, the rabbi in those days, they knew how to observe when God had accepted or not. They'll look if it's a smoke of if a pillar goes to heaven, they know God had accepted it. If it's just going everywhere, they know God didn't accept it. So, when Abraham was there, he could have put the fire, but he wanted the fire from heaven to come. So before he he, he killed him, for a fire to come, God said, don't kill him. And there's a ram there, and you sacrifice that ram instead of Isaac, because I have seen your obedience. Hallelujah. Why am I saying this? You cannot be a burn wood without obedience. You need to know that obedience is very important with God. Yes. When God tells you to do something, do it. Even if you don't like it, just do it. Even if it takes takes you out of comfort zone, just do it. Because when you do it, you are erecting your altar for fire to come on. So the baptism of fire that Jesus talked about is a baptism that comes on those who have set themselves to be on fire. And the church needs to come to that place of surrendering to Christ. We are going toward the end of the days. And I'm, I'm appealing to you that there's a baptism of fire that needs to come in your life. The baptism of fire does not come when we sing. It does not come when we shout. That is, that is, that is nothing. Uh, because you can shout, shout. When you get out, you can be still depressed. So, the baptism of fire is not a shout. The baptism of fire is not when you shake yourself. That's not the baptism of fire. The baptism of fire is a condition of your heart. That comes to a place where you decide to lay yourself on the altar. And then you say to God, you, you enter the realm of Galatians 2.20. If I live, it's not me living anymore. It's Christ living in me. The life I live now, I live it in the Son of God that loved me and gave himself up for me. You become, you become a man that does not have any agenda except the agenda of heaven. And my prayer is, and I pray that all the time. I say, Lord, the reason why you brought me on earth, let me fulfill it. I don't want to see you without fulfilling the reason. You brought me on earth for a such, time, such time as this. I want to fulfill that assignment. I don't want to be like Esther that tried to run away from the assignment and she needs to be called back into order. Father, I want to be at the place where even if my life needs, today you need to take me. Let me see you and you say, good and faithful servant. That's my pursuit in life. I, listen. I'm not those who say, I want to live 200 years. That does not, it's not me. What are you going to do for 200 years? Look at the way you look now. How are you going to look in 200 years? It will be just a heartbeat and bones. So, so we, are, we are waiting for Jesus to come. We don't wait to die. We wait for Jesus to come. So we separate ourselves for time. You see, people have time into their mind. That's why, that's why they fail. God didn't call you into timing; He called you into chaos. You limit yourself because when you do that, you have an appointment with death in two hundred years. So me, I live. Hallelujah, and I know Jesus is coming. That's all. I, I know life and Jesus. Coming. I don't fix time for myself. Because I didn't brought myself here. Why must I fix time for myself? You you were not there when they talk about you coming. You just appeared here. Now you want to take yourself back as if you brought yourself here. Me, I want to live 80 years. For what? What what? What what what? Be in Christ and separate yourself from time. Because time will destroy you. Yeah. I said time will destroy you. The yeah. Bible said beholding Jesus, he ended up beholding time. Yeah. Hebrews 12. Beholding Christ, the offer and finisher of our faith. So Christianity is about beholding Christ. Oh, yes. and, and now, when you behold Christ, you can't behold your job. When you behold Christ, you can't behold your circumstances. When you behold Christ, you can't behold anything else. It means that Christ, the offer and finisher of your faith, you are soaked and swallowed up. Into Christ, in a way that your life is found in Christ, and before Christ, and and beside Christ, there is no life in you, and your life is Christ. Therefore, the energy of Christ runs in you, and you are not limited by time. You are not limited by death. You are not limited. You have life, and life more abundantly in you. John ten ten. My sheep have come so that my sheep may have life. So you have it to be full. My it didn't come for us to have time. he came for us to have life. People say God. Give me more time. Woo! More time. No, I don't speak those languages. I seek, let your life be released in me. Let your life be released in me. You become, you don't have, listen, if you want God to use you, don't have an agenda for yourself. No, you don't. You are on God's agenda. No, you are, you are on God's payroll. You, you, yes. Yes, you're not, you not, you're not. You, 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 you are with a father. Hallelujah. You do business. You know business can make you crazy. Yeah? Because every month you have to balance your books. And that can make run you... Know some they go to Bloomcare because of that. These things are not balancing. And, and we are on the 25th of the month. It's not balanced. Lord, what must I do? My books are not balancing. <laughs> My books. God didn't call you for that. He called you to be aware of him. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are aware of one thing the lamb oh, yeah. let's be aware of Jesus oh, yeah. and let him set us on fire for his agenda and for his purposes hallelujah yeah. are you blessed yeah. are you blessed yeah. I'm telling you people yeah. when you become a dry wood in God's hand, you can drown yeah. Yeah. dry wood can drown yeah. hallelujah You can't go down if you are a dry wood. (laughs) Because there is nothing in you that can take you down. I'm empty of myself. So there is nothing in me that can take me down. When you are full of yourself, you can go down. As you are empty of yourself, you, you can't go down. The only thing in you is the air of the Holy Spirit, the breath. And everything that is inflated cannot be pushed down. I'm telling you the truth. If you give over to Jesus and say, Lord, I'm giving you my work. I don't, I care about you. I, I'm not worried about losing my job. I'm not worried about the, 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 the books. I'm not balancing. I, all I want is you. And at the end of the day, I was not born with a book. I, <laughs> <laughs> you kid didn't come out. Ah! Accounting book. Come on. <laughs> you came with yourself stay with yourself you know God says that he will use the foolish to confuse the strong sometimes when I'm with people I feel like a foolish guy because they they are very clever for me they know the ratios everything divided and I'm there I say we will get it how? I say we will get it You see, but it does not make sense I say me I know we will get it Then they calculate, no, it's not possible. For us to get that, we need to save for 10 years. I'm not into that. I'm into God releases. When God says yes, it is yes. If God says no, it is no. That's what I know. I'm, I'm challenging us to live on heavenly perspective, to receive a fire of God instead of living on earth perspective. So say, I am, blessed. I am blessed. I want to say from you, I am, blessed. I am blessed. I'm convinced of one thing in myself. There is nothing I can look for and I will not find. Because the Bible says, seek and you shall find. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hallelujah, I'm convinced of that. And I talk like that. And I'm convinced. You know, when we're having the outreach, they gave us a budget of uh, about 170000 And we didn't have it, yes. And uh, we're all over the show. And the last day, I made the announcement that we don't have the money. We need seventy-five thousand. We got eighty-five thousand that day. We went. The budget was more than what we planned. We covered the budget. We have left over because God said go, and God said go. You go in obedience. You don't worry about the bears and the lion. Because he who has sent you has equipped you to kill them. The equipment is already inside of you. Hallelujah. It's not outside. It's inside. You are equipped to do what God has called you to do. I say you are equipped today. If you hear my voice, this is the day of your release. Greater is it that is in you than the one that is in the world. Hallelujah. All God is asking for us is our undivided attention. You can't be praying and thinking of food. You can't be praying and thinking of your job. What are you praying about? People say they want to pray, but when they are praying, they are so full of, very Lord, please help me. But they are thinking, tomorrow when I go to work, what am I going to do, my boss? And you are praying. So what are you praying about? May God bless us. I say may God bless us, Amen. may we surrender completely to Jesus, Amen. and may revival comes in your life Amen. and in our midst, hallelujah, thank you Jesus. I want us, before we do the offering, I want us to stand up, and I want the worship team to come and help. As we are standing up, I want everybody that is not born again in this room and say I want to be born again today. If you are here in this room. Lift up your hand. If today you say you want to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, please don't waste time. If you are here and you know that you are not born again, you don't have that relationship with the Messiah, and you say I want to be saved, I want to lift up your hand because the other side of a coin that I didn't talk about is the unquenchable fire. People, I want to tell you, hell is real. Yeah. It's not a writing. It is real. God didn't make hell for you. He made it for the devil. But those who refuse salvation, unfortunately, they are on their way there. I'm praying that you will not refuse salvation. Because the grace of the Lord is so big that if you miss it, you are good for hell. I'm praying if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, please lift up your hands from where you are. And say today, I want to make commitment for Jesus. Is there anyone like that? Thank you, Ntati. Thank you thank you. Can you come? I want to pray with you. Before I pray with everybody, come. Let them come. I tell you, these things are real. I have the grace from the Lord. I have grace from God And not because of my own abilities But I have a glimpse of heaven I saw what is happening there Heaven is a real place You are not floating like like, like ghosts No, heaven is a real place I'm telling you I won't go into detail But it's a real place Heaven is more real than earth Let me tell you something It's more real than earth Earth is a shadow of things It's a real place People, I'm telling you, those who are already there, if you ask them to come, they will beat you up. Because I don't want to come here. This earth is too slow. But I also had the privilege. God showed me a glimpse of hell. People, you don't want anyone there. And He showed me that glimpse when we were in Malawi. My heart broke. We went to an area. I was crying. I didn't know why I was crying. Even my wife asked me one time, Why were you crying so much? I said, I don't know. It's the revelation that God gave me. But it was part of it. It was also a real place. It was a real place but the suffering. And I have in my heart, let me tell to every human being that God has offered salvation through Christ. And it's free, it's, it's not something you pay, Christ has paid for it. And you just need to surrender to him and give your life to him. That's all he asks from you. Let's pray that no one should miss this great salvation. Even if you are not going out, but pray and ask God, Lord, reveal yourself to them in a way that they will <laughs> encounter grace. Not everybody will be pushed to, but everybody can get revelation in his room. So I'm praying this morning that no one standing here should take this thing cheap. I know the two sides of a story. Pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I open my heart and I give myself to you. Forgive my sins. Wash me clean with your blood. Today, I disconnect with the kingdom of darkness, with Satan, with family roots, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for coming into my life. Thank you for forgiving my sins. I thank you for giving me your spirit now. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Holy Spirit, touch her now. Touch her now. Woo! Father, touch them. Touch them. Touch them. Holy Spirit, bless them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give a big to our Lord? You follow this man? No? Go. go with him. Yes. Lerato, yeah. there uh, might be a problem of translation, so maybe somebody must go and interpret for them. We're going to pray today and say, Lord Jesus, here I am. I'm ready for your fire. Can you, can you pray that prayer on your own? Say, Lord, I'm ready for your fire. I want you to pray. I want you to say, Lord, I'm ready for your fire. I'm ready. I'm ready for the fire. 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 I'm ready for the fire.